everyone, welcome back to the Books, Blogs, and Business podcast show with your girl, Jewel Nicole. I am so excited to be here, but before we get into all the excitement, guys, today I woke up and I had some severe allergic reaction to something that I ate last night, and I had was to go to the emergency room for a bit, you know, so it was a rough couple of hours this morning trying to figure out what it is was going on and making sure that I was, you know, staying alive, you know. But apparently I ate something and I don't know, like the chemical reactions or whatever in it, the doctor said that it just triggered off this severe allergic reaction. And so I got like medications and then I was put on a diet for three days. So that's 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 basically what's going on right now. So by the time this airs, which would be Tuesday, would mean that my diet, so-called diet, would be officially over on Tuesday. It would be, you know, completed. It's just three days. It's to flush out whatever toxins was caused by this, you know, chemical reaction that developed into this severe allergic reaction. It's crazy. And I am just very happy to be alive. On that note... Tomorrow is Best Friends Day and it's also a Name Your Poison Day. So what I want you guys to do is to come and share with me who is your best friend, why is that person your best friend, and also too, what are you drinking, okay? What's your poison that you probably drink with your best friend? Come on, come and share with me on my Instagram. If you guys do not have my Instagram, then what are you waiting for? The Juana Cole on Instagram. Please come follow me on Instagram. I am looking out to see what you'll be sharing and also too I want you guys to look out to see what I will be sharing as well too. So I'm super excited about that. Okay, so for those who don't know, this is a rapid fire, rapid fire Q&A session. All the questions that were submitted into groups um, a lot of authors waiting on these answers that we're about to discuss here and it's gonna be very interesting very interesting topic I probably would start doing like teamed rapid fire I don't know we'll see how it goes but this is the first ever rapid fire session so welcome to the first ever rapid fire Q&A session with Joe Nicole on the books blogs and business podcast show we became writers because more than anything we wanted to share our stories with the world but the reality is, becoming a successful author requires more than brainstorming, outlining and editing. We realized that without an audience, our books would never reach our readers' hands. So we have to take action. I'm Joanna Cole, and I'm on a mission to help you get your books visible and into readers' hands. To do that, we need to work together. You need to continue to write your story and I will provide you with the strategies and resources you need to become the success you were meant to be. This episode is brought to you by SiteGround. Looking for affordable hosting with free business emails, backups and SSL security? Then try SiteGround for all your web hosting needs. You can get your first year of web hosting for only $3.99 a month when you sign up at jewelspages.com forward slash SiteGround. That's jewelspages.com forward slash S-I-T-E-G-R-O-U-N-D. Okay, so as I said before, I did ask you guys to submit your questions into the Facebook group. 
and we're going to get to answering those questions. A lot of these questions also to uh, derive from other groups. So I'm being just transparent here. A lot of authors ask many questions in other Facebook groups as well too. And so those questions are also getting answered in this session of Rapid Fire. So if you have a question that you want submitted, you want me to answer your question, then of course, join the Facebook group, come be part of the community so that you can get your questions answered and that you can really and truly move forward with your writing goals. So if you're looking to join our group, you can head across to jewelspitches.com forward slash Facebook group and you can join our group. It's free, it's fun and it's fabulous. Okay, so question number one is would you recommend chapter titles or just stick with numbers so as a reader i have found that chapter titles really tease persons it tease me i like it when it teases me um a lot of readers also too have loved the teaser it just attempts a person to really continue reading to really get into that chapter however one thing that chapter titles should never have is it should never reveal the twist of the story or of that chapter it should never do that it shouldn't even give you an indication of what is to come if you understand what i mean don't spoil the chapter for me because i'm not going to read it so um readers find that it's beneficial for them when it comes to where they left off so that's not a word when it comes to where they left off so For instance, you know, you are reading a book, you get distracted, something comes up. Knowing the chapter that you're in, knowing the title of the chapter that you're in has helped persons to pick up from where they left off with reading. But other writers have found that it seems to be more old-fashioned. So, you know, it's more for the historical novels if you're writing that more than if you're writing a contemporary novel. It's more popular in historical novels and also in children books. So... In all honesty, like, what's the last contemporary book you've read and you have found that there is a chapter title? Let me know. Because usually when I read contemporary books, the chapter titles are not really... It's just like one or two or three. It's numbers. And also, two, it's always in a POV point of view format. So it's if the love story between Harry and Jade, then... It's Harry, it's chapter one, Harry, and then it's chapter two, Jade, and chapter three, Harry, chapter four, Jade. That's how it goes. So there isn't a title behind it. I know that a lot of persons would also to like alternatives. One alternative that you could probably use is like dates instead of the titles or the numbers. But for the most thing, when you guys weighed in on this, readers were saying that it interrupts the flow of the story. And I can understand that with regards to when you're listening to a book, especially because I listen to a lot of books, I do a lot of audio. And so it's it's kind of weird when you hear the chapter title and then you hear the point of view person and then you hear the chapter being read. And then that's how it goes. It really does interfere with it really does interfere with the flow of the story and so I don't really like that when it comes to the audio version when I'm reading but for the most times generally we as readers do not care okay have a chapter title 
have a chapter title with numbers. We don't care. Uh, we ignore titles, honestly. And so if your book is really, really good, I am going to read everything, including the acknowledgements. I talked about that when I read the acknowledgements of Mac Monroe's Tap into Millionaire. And I would recommend that everyone reads acknowledgements. But because the book was so good, I read the acknowledgements. If I am not feeling your book, I'm going to skip. I'm being honest. I am going to skip all the parts that I think that are boring. And I'm going to get across into the juicy parts. So, chapter titles. Yay or nay? A good story stands on its own with or without chapter titles. And in all honesty, you should be caring more about what your readers want and who your readers are. If you have ID readers, they're not going to care about your chapter titles. They're not going to care about the numbers. They're not going to care about every titles or dates. They won't be bothered because they want to read your book. They're interested in your book and what your book has to offer them. So my advice to you is to focus on creating quality books. Create a quality book. Write a quality book while you're building a strong relationship with your ID readers. And worry less about chapter titles. Okay? Alright, so we're on to question number two. And this was asked from another author in the writing community. This person says here that I'm tired of not getting sales on my books. Which, which niche should I publish my book to on Amazon KDP account? Now, I love when you guys weigh in because I believe when a writer creates a post like this, they are looking for help, urgent help. They want a quick solution. They're probably overwhelmed. I know sometimes I write posts like these is because I'm overwhelmed and I'm looking to vent my frustrations. Just, you know, just get some opinions. On this particular comment, though, persons were sort of negative. Okay, they were doing things to bring the person down. And I honestly didn't like it, in all honesty. So it's not impossible for you to get sales on your books. Otherwise, we wouldn't have full-time authors, okay? Persons were saying that it was impossible to become an, a best-selling author unless um, you have a marketing team. Like, you don't need a marketing team to sell anything. You don't need to sell thousands of books to become known first. And then you don't need to already be known to be successful at writing. You, you don't need these things. Persons were saying that you don't need these things. Let me just clear that up for you. You don't need those things. Getting sales on your books, getting people to buy your books requires one thing, one main thing. And that is who is your ideal reader? Okay, so who are they? And where are they? And, you know, what do, are they looking for in your book? Why do they want to read your book? Do you understand the genre that you're writing and who wants to read it? Do you have a website or an email list? Do you have a website and an email list? Are you building a relationship with your readers? Before the book covers and the marketing strategies and trying to publish on Amazon, before all that, you need a brand. You need to know who your ID readers are and you need to know what they need from you. I have this good friend, right? She sells jewelry pieces. Just a really quick example here. Really beautiful jewelry pieces. I mean, really gorgeous. I love them too bad. They are real high quality handmade jewelry pieces. They are gorgeous. 
No, I'm a jewelry person. So I'm, I'm, I'm a talking audience. I'm a jewelry person. And I love rings. I love anklets. I love earrings. I'm really into that. And I love, I love silver. I'm really into silver. So naturally, you can find me in a jewelry store. I go to the jewelry store and I would purchase stuff at the jewelry store. Sometimes I would spend more money than I should spend at a jewelry store. You guys may understand this in another term. But I do spend a lot of money on my jewelry pieces. But if I had to buy a piece from the jewelry store and I had the option either my friend or the jewelry store, naturally I'm going to go to my friend first. And why is that? First of all, she's my friend. Okay. I know her. I trust her. I love her. I know the story behind why she started selling these jewelry pieces. I know the story behind each piece of jewelry. I know the financial struggles or not that she has. I know her. And so I would feel connected every time I'm wearing a piece of her jewelry. You know, you wear a bracelet and you look at the bracelet and you remember the person who probably gave you it or you remember the events around that. That's how you feel connected to a particular person through something material or something like that. So that experience is not something I would get in a jewelry shop. Okay, I'm not saying that I don't go to the jewelry shop because I, I go to the jewelry shop. It's just that I want to support my friend and I think about her when I want my earrings because I love my earrings. I think about her. All this to say is that because we have a relationship, she's in my corner or I am in her corner, however you want to put it. And it's the same thing that goes for writers. As writers, for persons to be in your corner, for your readers to be in your corner and to keep coming back to you, you need to establish that brand. You need to know who your readers are. So a person would constantly buy from you, not just your books, but your products and your services, whatever else you have. Persons would buy from you because you have established that no like trust factor with them. Just like how I have established that with my friend, we have a relationship and I would faster buy jewelry from her, even though it may be more expensive. I would buy jewelry from her because it has a meaning. I get an experience. It's the same thing with your readers. They get a particular experience or they get to escape something when they come to you for your products and your services and your books. And so you want to develop a relationship. So marketing team, no. Marketing strategies, no. You need to build a relationship first with your ID readers in order for you to get sales on your books. You don't need to be established already because that makes absolutely no sense to get established first and then sell books. That makes no sense. That's not going to work out. You need to build a relationship with these people first and then you get sales on your books. Okay. Another question that we have here is, do you have any good blogging platforms to publish on? Now, first of all, if you can blog, okay, please. I always suggest that persons create some form of long form content on a weekly basis. So if that's a blog or if that's a YouTube video or even a podcast, you need to create something weekly. Now, if you're now starting off with blogging, my advice is always to start on an already established platform because they have readers there already. So you don't have to start looking to drive traffic to that platform because it's a new platform. No. It's established, which means that there are readers there, which means that when you publish your things, you have a potential of getting persons to see what you are publishing. So you can use a platform like Medium, or you can even use a question and answer platform like Quora. 
those two places are places that you can actually blog on if you didn't know yes you can blog on Quora I have a platform on Quora that I blog on now there's other things like free sites like Wix you have Wix so you can like get a website on Wix a free website on Wix you can even get a free website on WordPress.com not .org .com those are free websites that you can blog on now as an author or as a writer what I want you to do is get a self-hosted website you should always have a self-hosted website you can blog on your self-hosted website as well too and I suggest this because it's more convenient in the long run you're gonna save yourself time and money in the long run if you get a self-hosted website up front so what I suggest you do is buy your self-hosted website and then start a blog on it copy the entire article or the important points and then post it into medium or Quora or another blogging platform that's already established you can do that as well you can wait like a day or two after you have published on the website itself on your own website you can wait a day or two and then you can go and publish that same article on different websites what happens is that Google is going to recognize that the original article was posted on this site first and they are well the similar article or similar article it posted on other sites so it's going to drive traffic for you and that's what you want you are going to also to when you publish the content on that platform you want to point back to your site so one way to really build on Quora is to like publish content on there give enough content that you know answers a question but then also to point back to your site you don't want to just drop links onto another blogging platform to point back to your site that makes no sense you're not gonna succeed that way this way by you pointing back to your site you are providing value to your the readers on that platform but also to you are driving traffic and directing users back to your website so you're driving traffic back to your website and when a person lands on your website now they have so many options besides just the blogging content that you have they have a lot of things that they can check out if you have services and products on your site they can check out those too so you are actually bringing traffic from another platform onto your platform and opening yourself to more visitors and more potential customers or book buyers in the future now if you do this properly you can then convert these people into subscribers so you want to have your website optimize with sign up forms so i talked about this already put sign up forms on your web pages on every web page that you have put a sign up form a static a generic a basic sign up form for something they're going to receive some freebie in exchange for their email address and they become part of your community and that's how you even go about growing your email list now if you want reasonable self-hosted platforms what I like to use is WordPress it's free they are very very good for blogging WordPress is amazing for blogging I think it was built for that it's amazing and you can install WordPress for free when you purchase a web hosting with SiteGround so you can get an entire year of hosting for $3.99 a month so $4 a month with free business emails you can get backups you can get SSL certificates so that you can protect your site you can get all that for free for just four dollars a month when you sign up with SiteGround. So I have been using SiteGround for the last three years. 
And my favorite thing about them is their customer service. You definitely cannot go wrong with SiteGround's customer service. They are amazing. Okay, they're amazing. And I always need help with something at times. And they just, they just help me out the way I need to be helped out. I will talk about them till, I don't know, till, till the end of time. So you can definitely get that. So if you're interested in getting all that for free, then you can head across to jewelspages.com forward slash site and you can sign up with them $4 a month and you will get your WordPress for free. Also to your emails and your backups and your SSL security certificates to ensure that your website is protected. Okay. Another question that we had here was how do I find uh, non-writer beta readers? Okay, let's start by giving a warning. And I want to warn you guys, I want you to protect your book baby with your day life. This is a baby, okay? And you're going to protect it with your day life. There are experiences and there have been experiences where writers have submitted their books to so-called beta readers um, only to have their book copied or their rights stolen okay i don't want that to happen to you so you need to be very careful when it comes to sending your books out for beta readers on that note in the file section of facebook groups you there is a post about beta readers you can check there so in your groups check and see if there's a post for beta readers in your writing groups um also, too, you can use the platform Goodreads. So, Goodreads, there's a forum and a community that they have, and they have a beta reader section, so you can head across there if you have uh, Goodreads. If you don't have a Goodreads account, go sign up for Goodreads. Why you don't have a Goodreads account, you're a writer. You can post what your book is about there, and then if anyone is interested, they're going to contact you. So, that's a great place to be. Head across to Goodreads. Remember that the best beta readers gives praise and honest upbuilding criticism. Okay, you can definitely pay for beta readers, persons do it, and it works. I mean, paid beta readers works better, I think, or probably not, but you can pay if you want to pay for your beta readers. If you have an engaged following on social media, you can select from them as well too, so you can grab beta readers from your following if you have a, an email list, it doesn't even have to be massive. It doesn't have to be a huge email list. You can also do send out an email saying that you're looking for beta readers for your book. Trust me, persons on the email list are the persons supposed to be in your corner. They are your ideal readers, your ideal subscribers. They should be more interested in becoming a beta reader than anyone else. Beta readers get to see like, you know, the raw stuff first. So it's be really nice for them to see that and then see what the book becomes. So you can choose from your email list as well. Always have a form to fill out when you are getting beta readers. When you're getting anything basically, always have a form to fill out so that you can be more organized and it can look more professional. So you want to state the do's and don'ts of the beta readership contract. Okay, it's like a contract. You want to state that, what is required of them and what you are going to do in order for them to get their work done, their beta reading done. Be very selective. Be very, very selective of who you choose from your beta readers. And you don't want to choose too much. You don't want to have tons of beta readers. That makes absolutely no sense. Ton of betas is just 
that doesn't work you don't want to have so much of a time you their own opinion and then you're just like flustered remember this is your book and you are going to write your book the way you want to write it but these persons are just there to guide you along and to see probably you know maybe something doesn't fit proper or doesn't sound proper maybe some proper to you but not to them or not to other persons so you don't want to have tons of beta readers as well to ensure that your beta readers are your ideal readers so that you can get the best feedback now if you write sci-fi and you come and you ask me jewel nicole to be a beta reader for your sci-fi book i will tell you no because I am not your ID reader. I do not read sci-fi. I do not read fantasy. I do not enjoy them. I don't understand what the heck is going on in those books. So I don't read them. So make sure that whoever you're getting to read these books, make sure that, that they're your ID readers. Because at the end of the day, the person who's going to buy the book is an ID reader. And they need to be relatable. It needs to be relatable. Okay? So make sure your ID readers are the ones who are your beta readers. So you're going to get the best feedback from your id readers so you know how to proceed with your book for the future id readers that you will have so yeah that's all on that beta reader topic another question that we have here is do i need to publish to join goodreads so do i need to be published to join goodreads and this is interesting because i saw this post a person thought that they couldn't join goodreads because they was not a published author they hadn't written the book as yet and i was like no guys definitely you can join goodreads even though you're not published why because goodreads is a platform for readers to write reviews and there are challenges and it's for where persons can have conversations so in all honesty Goodreads is not just for writers. Goodreads is a lot for all, um, readers as well too. They come there and they have there there are challenges right now. I'm partaking in the one million page read challenge for this year. I am doing the how much books can you read in a year challenge. There are forums and communities. There are the you have your own profile. And you can state the books that you're going to read. You can write reviews. You can meet new people. You can visit other persons' websites through Goodreads. Goodreads is for readers. It's a huge platform. As a reader, you should be on it. As a writer, you should be on it. You're going to meet amazing people on Goodreads. And Goodreads is free. It's a free account. You can create a free account and you can go about exploring the platform. So... You do not need to be published to be on Goodreads. You just need to be a human being and you can get a Goodreads account. You don't even need to be a reader or writer. You just, oh, you wouldn't be a reader. Well, you don't have to be a reader, but usually Goodreads is just for readers, right? So you could just be a, a human being, a person to join the Goodreads account, to have a Goodreads account. So that's it. I'm just putting that out there for persons who didn't know. Goodreads is this platform that's out there for those who don't even know about Goodreads, where you can get reviews and join conversations and have challenges, and you don't need to be anything but a person to join the Goodreads account. Okay? There are a lot of writing platforms out there that you can get discovered on, and I realize a lot of persons do not recognize that because they are always on the Amazon. Nothing is wrong with Amazon, but everyone is always on Amazon. Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. Oh my God. There are so many writing platforms out there that you can, so to speak, dip your foot in the water 
to see if this writing thing is what you really want to do. If this is something that's working out for you. You have platforms like Readsy. They have challenges and they have writing competitions. Some of the competitions are free and then some are paid. But every week, in my inbox, Readsy messages me and tell me, okay, this week, writing contest is, the name of it is this, this is what you need to do. And you have five days, so seven days to write a short story, 3,000 words or less, for the Readsy account. And then that gets pushed out to tons of people. Thousands of other readers and writers are getting to read your story. And also, too, it goes through the judging panel as well, too. That is a great way for you to get your name out there and to get your word out there. Readsy is free to join. For those who don't know, R-E-E-D-S-Y, free to join. Join Readsy and start writing short stories. You don't even have to join challenges. You can actually have your own account where you can write short stories and you can put them out there as well too. Presses are going to visit your account and they're going to read your books. So that is one writing platform. Another writing platform, and I am on Readsy. I'm not going to tell you guys about things that I don't use. I'm on Readsy. If you want to look for me, I don't know. Okay, the next thing that you could do is the Goodreads that we just talked about. They have challenges. They have a community. They have a place where you can find your beta readers. They are great as well too. You can, if you are a writer, a new writer, someone who isn't published yet, you can still get your free account and then you can post your bio, your website and everything that you have. You can post a picture and you can start taking part in challenges. You can start conversing in the community and meeting new ones and you can get opportunities right there on the Goodreads platform. Don't let it miss out, okay? Don't miss out on these things. The next platform I like to talk about is Wattpad. And Wattpad is very stigmatized, honestly, because persons think that Wattpad is no good. But hey, Netflix goes to Wattpad to create their movies, okay? If you guys were not aware. A lot of persons on Wattpad have been able to get their movie published, their book published into a movie. I mean, we have the kiss and boot, for God's sake. Okay, and after, for God's sake. So, there are a lot of books that are really good on Wattpad that you can read. And there are also books that are so good they get turned into movies on Netflix. So, don't bash the Wattpad platform, okay? I started on Wattpad as well, too, because it's a free platform. You can get a free account. It's a free platform. And you can start writing your books. You get followers. You can read other person's books. You have a whole community. You can get paid for your writing if you get in that you know category you can get paid for your writing and then you have the potential of being on Wattpad and then one day the producers of Netflix decide let's go through the Wattpad and see what's going on let's see they actually choose persons for the Watties the Watties Awards which comes out in August so through that you can get selected to turn your book into a film so Wattpad should not be bashed. Do not bash your Wattpad platform, okay? I love Wattpad and I use Wattpad and I publish my short stories on Wattpad and I go there to just, sometimes, you know, you just want to write a book. You don't want persons, a whole set of eyes on it. You just want to just like, you know, let those words out. Wattpad is a great place for that. This is Rapid Fire and I'm going crazy on Wattpad. Okay, the another, another place would be web novel. It's similar. I recently got into web novel to see what it's like. So that's another free writing platform that you can have. And they have contracts where they can actually pay you for your manuscript. It's very interesting. Check it out. Web novel. 
And the other platform I want to talk about would be BookNet. And so under a different author name that I have, uh, me, well, my sister and I, we are co-authors and we publish a book on BookNet. Okay, here it is. We published a book on BookNet and that was a few years ago. We joined a challenge. That book today has, I think it's over 36,000 reads, like 36,000 persons have read it. And it's in like 7,000 libraries or something like that online. Okay. And also too, recently it got picked up to be actually published. So where you can actually get money. So we are actually working on that. But hey, it was a free platform that we published on. It's BookNet. You get a free account and you start writing and you just you just write and you know and you enjoy yourself. Not every writing has to turn out to be money. Sometimes you need to hone in your craft and so you can use these platforms to do so when you have a certain amount of reads or you see person actually enjoying, person not commenting on it, you recognize, hey, you have something good, you have gold. It's not like you cannot remove it. I can remove those books off a Wattpad, off a BookNet, anytime I would like. Off a Readsy, I can remove those books anytime I would like. If it gets picked up by a traditional publisher and it needs to be removed, if it gets picked up by Netflix and it needs to be moved, it can be removed. So you don't have to worry about, oh, well, you know, we're going to have rights or whatever, infringement rights or whatever. It's not going to have anything like that. So try all these free writing platforms, please. There's no reason or no excuse why, if you want to write something that you can't, there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse for not getting paid for your writing, even though it's not plenty or so much at in the beginning, there's no excuse why you cannot get paid for your writing. Once you do it right, once you know who your readers are and then you create content specifically for them you will have success as a writer remember that success looks different to each person you can publish one book and that person views it as success and then you can publish 10 books and that's success for a different person so you have to know what success looks like to you you need to measure your success and how successful you would like to be in life when it comes to writing especially and go with that but there's no reason why you cannot have success as a writer too many times i'm getting really passionate about this too many times when i go into facebook groups persons are always complaining about the same things over and over and over persons are not getting their books sold and i'm like there are so many platforms out there that you can get your books sold on that you can start writing on there is no reason for you as a writer to be afraid or to be scared there are so many avenues that you can take and also too just recently i got i found about this platform where you can you you can create crack characters so you have your character profile oh i'm getting too excited you have your character profile and you can like actually have like the images of the characters and everything the platform is actually built that way and guys oh i am rambling if you did not know on readsy if you have like you have writer's block or you get like like stuck you know with your writing you lack some inspiration listen on readsy there's actually the the book generator i think it is or the idea generator where you can input just you know random things or you can just select random things and take what they give you and they would put up an entire storyline that you can like go along with and you can write from there 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 are too many things that you can do as a writer that's going to help you to continue writing and i myself have taken advantage of all these things and the thing about me is that i wish i could take more advantage of them more frequently so i would talk about this reading thing and i would go and try but then i would 
stop for a while because there are other things I can take advantage of as well too. So take advantage of the free things that they have out there. Please, please do, you know. And if you guys don't know or you're not aware, hey, what is Jewel here for? Not to help these writers, not to help you guys. I'm here to help you guys. So we have coaching sessions. You can definitely book a coaching session with me and we can sit down and we can talk about the things that we have, you know, how to go about marketing or we can talk about these free options that you have as well too so it's all up to you okay that is all the questions that we have for today for this session remember you can submit your questions at jewelspages.com forward slash facebook group for the next rapid fire i'm not too sure where the next rapid fire is but if you submit your questions you're going to get your questions answered in that next rapid fire and also, too, you can head across to the Facebook group and you can drop your questions there as well, too. You may get immediate answers and then we will talk about them later on on the podcast. Okay, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and asking your questions. Those who are constantly posting questions in the different Facebook groups, thank you, thank you, thank you. There are always need, there's, there's always a need to get questions answered. And hey, if we have the answers, why not answer the question the way it should be? Okay. Two things. Facebook group. Come and join the Facebook group. Let us have some fun. And secondly, of course, you guys know we have coaching. Coaching is opened. So if you are interested in being coached by your girl Jewel, you can definitely head across to jewelspages.com forward slash coaching. You can book yourself a coaching session with me. Okay. I want to thank you guys so much again. And until next week, keep writing. You were listening to the Books, Blogs, and Business podcast show with Jew and Nicole. All resources mentioned in this podcast can be found in the show notes of this episode. Share this episode with your favorite social media platform and tag me. By doing so, you will help many of your other fellow writers to learn how they can get their books visible and into readers' hands. And one more thing, head across to your favorite podcast player and leave Books, Blogs, and Business a review so that I can know how much you really love the show. I'm Joanna Cole, and until next week, keep writing!